you, and when I defang the viper, trust me, ain't gonna come from nowhere. Jeff, I already put you out. I don't even know why you're out here right now. Keep on talking. Hey, 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 do me a favor. Why don't you act like this is an AA meeting and you shut your mouth while I'm sharing with the crew? And Mustafa, you out here, a boy among men. And I'm gonna tell you what. You got lucky at the Rumble, so I know you're gonna come out here and run your mouth about how bad you are. But let me give you a little bit of a reality check. You see, Mustafa, you said that my eyes don't lie. Well, your eyes don't lie either, because last week, they were closed real tight when I put your simple ass to sleep. And AJ, hey man, be honest with me. How's our old girl Wendy doing? Welcome back to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. This is me, Afiz, and with me as always is Devin, getting ready to talk to you about SmackDown Live. Um, so, continuing off from Raw, we had Bailey's whole situation with the heel turn, or wasn't a heel turn, kind of starting off the show, which I thought was a real great way to start the show. So, uh, we talked about in our Raw uh, recap that we were just uh, just finished up here. Um, about Bailey's turn, and you weren't buying it completely when when she did the heel turn because of the the uh, the past heel turn or quote unquote heel turn that she had with yeah. Sasha, where she turned on Sasha, but then they had the whole uh, therapy thing, and you know they became a tag team after that. Um, and here, um, you know, and, and for me, let me let me take a step back. Actually, for me, I actually was into it and wanting to see what a heel Bailey would look like. Um, but this is where I started to really question what was what, what is going on because when Bailey started, I felt like if she was trying to come off as a heel, she really sucked at coming off as a heel because it was really confusing what she was saying. <laughs> like I, I, I didn't, I wasn't following and understanding what she was going for. I mean, it, it seemed like she was trying to do that whole like you know what like she maybe she was expecting the crowd to be booing her heavily. And then she would be like, "What do you? Why is everyone against me? I don't understand. Right. Like, you know, I just was protecting my friend. I had my friends back. You know, me and Sasha are best friends. That's what friends do for each other. But you know, the fans were kind of like split, and actually, probably more on Bailey's side because a lot of people loved what Bailey did uh, on Raw. They were all chanting yes when when she turned. So here, they were actually still kind of with her and chanting Bailey. Um, so it it was weird when it seemed like she was trying to. To like make her case for why it was okay when it seemed like the crowd had already accepted that it was okay to them. So it was like you're preaching in the choir a little bit. So that was weird. And then, you know, even Bailey's like whole like acting, I would say, in this situation just seemed like bad acting. Like I just didn't really get into what she was doing. Um, And when Charlotte came out, I was kind of like, oh, thank you, like, save Bailey in the segment, because <laughs> it just came off as being just, just bad, I don't know, um, so if it, so here's my, here's my thing right now, I feel like if this is the best of heel Bailey, then I don't want to see heel Bailey, because mm-hmm. this is going to be terrible, um, I, I, I want to believe that maybe she is not quite sure of how to go about the heel persona, and she's trying to play this tweener role until they are done, maybe with her and Charlotte. Um, but like you said, you do have a, a theory on how they're going to go go with the whole Bailey and Charlotte thing because as it is right now, it's kind of like tweener versus heel, um, and maybe borderline heel versus heel for me. Yeah. Um, but what what do you where do you see this going? Because I'm confused now. With I, this. I think by next Tuesday they'll they'll rectify this as. You know, all right, Sasha is heel. I mean, not Sasha, but Bailey is heel, and Charlotte will be face, you know, because she's going to be in her hometown, the Queen City. Mm. So she's going to get, you know, all the all the applause, you know, and I'm pretty sure Bailey will get the booze, you know. And if if it wasn't for the commentating, this, this would have totally confused, because I was already confused on how Bailey was going about her ex- you know, explaining, yeah. you know, the reasons why she, she did what she did against Becky, you know. So I, I give it to the commentating team, like Corey Graves, you know, Byron Saxon, and Tom just basically, you know, just, you know, confirming, like, you know, I can't believe this is, was Bailey Zaling. She's, you know, she's trying to come off sincere, but she's not. Right. So I'm like, okay, all right, so they're treating this as a heel. So that was just basically how I read into that, just basically, I, and basically uh, understood the story. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, 
Hill Bailey. <laughs> I don't think that's going to work if she's going to continue with this character yeah, of her no. just being, you know, the the like happy go lucky, and fa- happy yeah, still, yeah, the, yeah. The, get, get the hugs. No, no, Ugh. you gotta, you gotta go a total makeover like Io Shirai. You know, yeah. Drop, drop the act, drop the music, change up your your uh, your clothes, and we we need to see a new total totally badass Bailey. You know that that is a great and terrible comparison <laughs> because. For Bailey, like it's perfect because EO was so popular and loved. Yes. Right? But now I question whether Bailey has EO's range. So mm. that's where I'm like, it's kind of a terrible comparison because yeah. I don't know if Bailey has as much range as EO to be able to go to that place. Well, and yeah. be well you convincing. saw spurts of it when when she kind of turned on Sasha and you know early in the beginning and she kind of just said you ain't shit and they kind of had they had to bleep that out mm-hmm. i was like whoa okay like where does this aggression come from so you saw spurt so we just need to see if she can do a whole character with it though i i hope so i because you know what i saw i didn't like i, I was yeah. i was cringing man it was it was bad yeah. and like i said i was actually i was very happy when charlotte came out i'm like thank goodness like please save this and charlotte <laughs> came off looking like a star like a yeah. superstar yeah like you know truly the queen of all eras thank you for being there and just shutting bailey up and saving yes. her from herself because this character she was trying to pull off was failing and then you know her getting in the bailey's face and then sasha coming out and you know making this kind of a more of a beat down uh, uh section or segment here you know, was just a better way to to do all of this versus Bailey trying to explain it and pulling off this tweener, innocent. I just was helping my friend type of character. Like I, I, I was, I was, I was cringing, man. I don't know. I wasn't feeling it at all. So I, I, I hope to your to your point. You know, that little uh, uh, glimmer of it that we got back with, during the Bailey Sasha feud, um, or it was supposed to be a feud, but didn't really happen. Right. Maybe we get more of that. Maybe that was a sign that there is uh, that opportunity for Bailey to, to be that character. Um, but I'm with you that she needs to drop the hugs. She needs to change the music. Yeah. She can't have the inflatable Bailey buddies. Like, that can't happen. Right. It's got to be That was just weird when she different. came out, too, you yeah. know, to that after, you know, doing that, you know, heel move, so called. Yeah. And you coming out, you know, doing your whole shtick, just <laughs> hands and the inflatable arm guys, tube dudes, yeah. and you, you're doing your whole routine. But I'm like, okay, uh, yeah, you need to drop that. Like, well, here's seriously. the thing. Like, I feel like with a character or with a with a you know character or personality or talent, yeah. you know that that is able to like, for instance, a Sami Zayn is who I think I'm thinking about right now. Like he actually is doing the exact same thing he was doing as a face. He has the same music. He does dancing, but he kind of put a little bit of a slight spin on it where he's just cocky and yeah, arrogant, arrogant with it arrogant versus just having fun. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so Bailey, you know, I could kind of see where they were going with that, where, you know, okay, at first, Maybe she's just gonna try to play this off as like this is this is I did the right thing. I was helping my friend, but maybe do it with a little bit more arrogance and just being a little bit more like, oh, you didn't like that? Well, screw all of you too. You know, and like kind of just yeah. being just straight up about Same it, with like some attitude. Yeah, but she was still trying to you know appeal to the fans and saying you know i'm trying to set a great example for your kids and i'm like just stop what is this right. what are you doing to show them how to be loyal i'm like what <laughs> what are you talking about i'm like man get the, like you said man thank god you know what i'm saying that charlotte, charlotte came out yes. you know i gotta give props to the queen because yes. when they tried to do that attempted jump in the first place she was like y'all are not about to get the drop down on me she just nope. Straight up punch Bailey in the face. <laughs> yeah. You know, she's like, I'm not waiting for Sasha to get up here and jump. I'm like, I'm taking you out right now. Oh, so man. big props to the queen on that, man. And I mean, you know, she looked like a face at the end of that. Man. I was just getting ready to say, you know, to your point, I think what they did, because I was rooting for Charlotte in there because how annoyed <laughs> I was with Bailey. I'm like, you know what? It kind of works because yes. I'm sitting here and I'm happy to see Charlotte and I'm just wanting Charlotte to shut Bailey up right now. 
And yeah, Charlotte just looked great in that whole section. So I think if Charlotte, she, I don't want Charlotte to turn face to the standpoint of like she changes her attitude. I want her to keep that attitude and have that bravado about her, you know, like she's the queen. But just like naturally, I think if Bailey can, can be a better heel, I think that'll help Charlotte get over as a face more naturally versus Charlotte having to like appeal to the crowd and, you know, try to be this role model or whatever. No, just, just be this version of Charlotte Flair, be this badass version of the queen. And, you know, that, that I just love. I think it's fun when uh, you get a, a heel who becomes popular and they keep what made them popular as a heel, but now it's like the fans just respect them more now. Yeah. So that's the face turn, not like going from oh I'm I'm I don't care about anybody to hey I'm gonna appeal to everybody like that. No, that doesn't no. really work for me. No, she yeah. could just keep her same attitude. Like you know, you, you know, she could talk to Bailey. Like you know, you talking, you talk to the queen of all eras. Yep. And that could still and that could still work if she's gonna be face or even a tweener. I would yeah. say I think yeah. tweener's right up her alley. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I agree. I agree. All right, let's let's table that conversation and go to the King of the Ring and talk about the King of the Ring tournament from the SmackDown side. So we had a Elias versus Ali in one of the matches, and then we had Chad Gable and Andrade in the other match. So Elias ended up going over Ali in that matchup, which yep, clean was you know clean clean victory for him. Um, I don't know. And then he sat in the throne afterwards, you know, kind of, you know, plucking the guitar. Yeah, he looked um, high as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Just jamming away. Yeah, looking at the using the thumb. I'm like, what is he smoking on? Yeah, he did. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Um, I don't really have much to say about this matchup. I just feel like, you know, you, you could, I could kind of feel that win coming as the match was happening. Um, but overall, I just, I don't know. I, I just feel kind of numb to this, to, to that match, really. I, I don't know what, how to really, or why that was. It's just kind of, it just kind of happened. And I'm like, well, all right, Elias won. We're moving to the next round. I know what it is. You're, you just don't care about the King of the Ring tournament anymore. That's probably what it is. Yeah. Because this is exactly how I feel. Yeah. That's why I yeah. I, I feel yeah. your same sentiments about yeah. it. That's yeah. that's what it is. They took me. They took one of the most beloved things that I like, and just it it just warped it into something else. Now now we got a a, a three way triple threat. Triple threat. We got yeah. Chad Gable underdog come out of nowhere, looking to be in the oh, finals man. against. Oh my god, I just, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. that one, that one, you know, it's it's funny because I like Chad Gable. I actually yeah, think Chad do Gable too. does have potential. You know, he's like a a, a baby Kurt Angle for yeah. real. You know, like that. I could see the the comparisons there for sure. But man, beating Andrade, oh my God, like that just yeah, that's that's not the yeah. right call. And he looks silly concerned. getting rolled up like that. Yeah, like, and he had this stupid look. Like, how did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> You know how that happened? Yeah, uh, and Zelina Vega too on the side. Like what? What happened? Just no. Nah, I, I I just didn't like it. I didn't like it. Andrade really to me. Andrade at this point with who was left should have went to the final. That that's the way yeah. I saw it. Is Andrade would have been it would have been cool to see him maybe against Ricochet. You know, in that final, if it wasn't going to be Drew like we were hoping for before, that's the next guy that I would have thought, okay, he could really use this to propel his career to to move up into a, a title contention and and have his first maybe title reign. Yeah. But yeah, to have him lose to Gable now, it's just like, what are we what are we doing with him now? Too, yeah, it just man. didn't make sense. It, you could have had the because Andrade, of course, is dating uh, Charlotte Flair, so you could have the King and Queen together. Like they had that whole thing that could have been. Um, yes, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 just crazy that to come to think about it, when we first did this King of the Ring predictions, how happy we was talking about this. Like we we was just so excited. Like We're oh, excited. King of the Ring. We did a whole episode on yeah. this. King of the, we gave a, a dedicated episode to King of the Ring predictions. And if you would have heard our predictions, we we could have we was just we felt so confident, you know, saying with conviction about our picks in the final. But this shit got blown up. Yeah. Like it I don't have not one single correct pick. Not not one <laughs> single correct pick. That's how jarring this King of the Ring tournament has been. But it's not even about like it's because yes, that's true, and that is is kind of telling because the way we're making the picks, we're making them based off of story and what we think could be just a great story told to have a guy like Drew, 
you know, use this to propel him. I mean, he seems ready. Everyone that I talk to is like, yeah, you know, Drew should have should be there. He should be the one to win it or at least go far and have a great showing. But it's it's even more than just the picks. It's just the way they're going about it. If they would have surprised yeah. me with something else, but they're telling a great story, I'd have been fine with that. But yeah. this is like is this? Baron Corbin? It's bizarre is, world. Is, you know, and then Chad Gable out of nowhere? <laughs> what? Where? <laughs> It's just, it's just, I don't know, I don't know, and I feel bad for, especially specifically Chad Gable. I feel bad for because again, I like Chad Gable, and I yeah. think in the right circumstance, this would have made sense. But the way they're doing this, it's like it's so, and I just, I'm getting tired of everybody going up to him and saying, you know, doing the whole underdog thing, like, oh, why are you here? And uh, you had uh, Samoa Joe, Samoa Joe, you know, was the latest one. It. Yeah, yeah, just he called. What did he call him, Bilbo? You know, yeah, in the back? he did. Oh, you know, man, he was giving him the dozens, bro. I was like, <laughs> Joe. Relax. <laughs> yeah, like I, I, it's it's it should be coming off as really really good, you know, like build up for him as that underdog. But I just don't care, you know. I don't care about the tournament, and it's just like you could see everything coming. Now it's all predictable. Yeah. I just I don't know. I'm I'm just not feeling it. So it it sucks. It's sad because King of the Rings is really cool. So it is. It is. Just man. Like like nothing gets Chad Gable. Man, it's just you know, I. I just don't. I don't want to see Chad Gable and Baron Cor- Corbin in the finals. Like, yeah. you know, Ricochet, maybe Andrade, or or Buddy Murphy, and I don't know, Ricochet so or Samoa many. Joe or Drew McIntyre. So it just, it was just. Yeah. Oh. There were so many, and they just killed all of them. Like Kevin Owens was there in the beginning. I don't know if yes. you remember, but that was yes. he was I there. Think he was in my round. finals. He was Drew <laughs> versus Kevin Owens. Yes. Both That's lost the first round. Yeah. <laughs> And it made sense because Kevin Owens' storyline at the time, yes. you know, like he was so hot, you know, after coming off of beating Shane and like the crowd is behind yep. him, hitting people with the stunner. It was great. And then they ruined that with the whole fine of Kevin Owens. And God, was Kevin Owens even on TV this week? No, he wasn't. No, yeah, he see, wasn't, which I was shocked because I thought maybe he, he'll mess up and interfere with, with uh, Elias, maybe. With Elias yeah. but he's probably just going to wait until the, the final match against Chad Gable. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you probably called it, actually. Yeah. I wasn't even thinking about that, but that's, yeah. No, I had I a premonition, that. man. Maybe, you know, I Okay, it rubbed off on you. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, and I was just like, oh, man, I saw it in my dreams. Here we go. Thanks, Afiz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, that, that I could see happening. I think that that would be, I mean, I guess a good way to – build up Elias versus Kevin Owens and the bright side of that is we're not getting Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon in that situation so you know that that's one bright side way to look at it I guess um all right let's let's move on from King of the Ring and go to something else here um let's talk about Randy Orton and just his segment that he had with Kofi Kingston again um basically Randy Orton kind of baited Kofi Kingston again and said hey let, well, why don't you break this down? Because th- this one in detail, the, I don't remember the early details of how we got to this point. I just remember him telling Kofi, you know, like, why don't you come out here? Let's not wait until Clash of Champions. Yeah, that's basically what he said, man. Yeah. He was just he got on the mic. He, he just said, I'm not going to wait. And he challenged him to come out. And, and Kofi music hits. But he's getting beat by the Revival. The Revival yeah. was already, you know, beating him up as he's coming out the ramp. And they just, you know, dragging his body into the into the ring and oh my god he's just destroying him man and he does his patented you know stomping around calling him stupid that was cool every stupid stomping him stupid stomping i'm like oh my god man this is just nasty bro just it was like it was actually kind of hard to watch man because he was just being very vicious like it it, that's what's cool about randy man because he can he can he can be vicious Yep. He could just turn it on and, and be that vicious, man. And they finished him off with a super RKO. And it was cool, too. Like, I don't, I guess the mic was just far away for him to pick up Randy and say stupid in his ear. Because it's very sudden. He was like, stupid. And you heard it like whisper. I was like, oh, man, that's just great storytelling, man. But I know, I know Kofi's going over, but this is good, though. This is good. Yeah. He's just building it up, man. And I hope they have a finish, too, to this. They have to. They yes. have to. They can't have another pay-per-view go where they, they have some kind of weird ending or, you know, no contest or disqualification. Like, no, nah, they need to have a finish. 
And if you want to continue it on, I mean, Randy would go over if they want to continue it on past this point, I would think. Yeah. But, you know, I could see Kofi going over, too. So that this one, I, it, it will be hard to do the prediction when we do our prediction shows for this. I'm not sure which way I would go um, because I'm enjoying this so much. I want to see it continue on. Um, but the only way I see it continue on is if Randy wins. Because at this point, yeah, if Kofi goes over, that's it. Then I think Kofi should just move on at this point. Um, but it's just been so good of a story that I just I'm getting I'm 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 enjoying it. I'm enjoying yeah. each moment of it. I just want more. That's yeah. all I want, Same. man. Same. Like I thought it'd get tired or get old, but no, man, it just keeps getting better. And revival looks good with with uh, Randy, man. Randy. Him just like. Telling them to you know get in the corner so we can all pose at the same time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, that's great, man. Just just go ahead and do that. And they're doing they're holding up their peace sign. And he's doing this Randy Pat and Randy Orton pose. Yeah, I mean, what it would be interesting if at Clash of Champions you had Randy beat Kofi and the Revival beat the New oh, Day, and they man. all have the. I titles. thought about that. I thought yeah. about that, man. Actually, like if they was to actually. You know, just basically do a clean sweep, and I was like, yep. that could actually help continue the story too. And I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind that at all. Yeah. I, like I said, I'm just I'm enjoying this so much, and I think it's a great way to make it continue. Great way to build up the revival. A uh, great way to have Kofi have a storyline that you can really care about and sink your teeth into from a fan standpoint. Um, yeah, makes a lot of sense. I would say, you know, right now, if I'm picking, that's what I'm rooting for. I don't know if that's what I believe is going to happen. But I think I'm rooting for Randy and the revival to win so that the story can continue. Just from a, you know, that's that's the the, the greedy side of me is just yeah, I want same more. Same here. So. I'm greedy too myself. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I've enjoyed this story way too much. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, you got to get ready to belt so you can just keep it going because he's just doing great work. And even yes. and, and I'm and I gotta give it to Kofi too, man. He's just being that underdog, man. Just mm-hmm. just keep on getting destroyed. Him him and New Day. Uh, you know, it just they gotta fight. They just gotta fight their way up this up the up this uphill battle, which I'm just enjoying, man. So, you know, just big shout outs to all around, just doing all around good work. Yeah, agreed, agreed. All right, let's let's move on to Alistair Black and talk about Alistair Black a little bit. So, Alistair Black, they cut to his normal spot in the in the whatever closet that he usually is, is <laughs> cutting these uh, therapy sessions from. You know, and they have him and he's slowly kind of undoing his ponytail and, you know, he takes off his tie. You know, he's like, well, if the mountain won't come to me, I guess I'm going to the mountain. And I'm like, all right, wait, where is he going with this one? And, you know, he's he's doing the shirt. And, you know, like I said, like I said, he's doing doing the tie. He's like, and I'm going to head to that ring and I'm going to see if anyone is mad enough to pick a fight with me. And then he leaves. He gets up and goes. I'm like, oh, hey, okay. Yeah, finally. So, <laughs> finally. Like, he's not going to just sit there and just, like, cut this long-winded, you know, uh, story or whatever. Trying to, you know, explain whatever he's trying to explain. Like, he actually just said, all right, you know what? No, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to go out there and let's see who right. challenges me. So, you know, later on in the night, you see Aleister Black, which they, they skipped Shelton's entrance, right? Or because Alistair Black was in the ring. Then all of a sudden, when they cut back from commercial, I saw Alistair and Shelton in the yeah, ring. Yeah, Shelton together. got the jobber entrance. Okay, okay. Which I'm like, why? Why would they do that with how Alistair kind of introduced that? I felt like you should have shown that Shelton was answering the the challenge, yeah. and not just have it be like it get exactly the the jobber entrance uh, that he got. So that that was kind of you know crappy to see, but. You know, they had the matchup, you know, it was quick, but they had it, they, they did it. And um, I liked the finish because it was basically the, the uh, fade to black out of nowhere. Essentially. It was nasty. You know, just brutal, which I like that. So my question to you is, you know, you've talked about basically, you know, maybe there was no way that Aleister Black could come back from how they were doing those therapy sessions. And just, you know, it just made him seem you couldn't take him seriously anymore. Um has your thought changed on that at all, you know, based off of how they've been doing it recently and specifically the way they did this particular segment with them? Uh, that's a good question, man. So when I first saw the camera and back and I'm like, oh, here we go again. Another Aleister Black's you know, therapy session. Right. And then as he went along with his promo, I'm like, oh, finally, man. Like, dude, you should have did this like the first or second week, man. Yeah. When, when nobody was coming to your door. I'm like, well, why are we waiting like almost seem like two months? 
Maybe longer. Maybe, yeah. You could be right. Maybe yeah. longer before he decided to come out and, and just issue a challenge, like an open challenge. Yep. So I think this is the right direction to to correct uh, a good correct to uh, you know correct this course, uh, course for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah yep, yep. exactly, man. So I'm I'm happy with that. So you know, and, and now I'm like, all right, all right. Now it shows promise. Now maybe I'll be back on that Alistair Black side, but not yet. I'm still like I'm still like on that wait and see. See where is this going after Shelton Benjamin? Like, like who's his next challenge? Like, you know, and then uh, see where this goes too. Yeah, I think um, for me, I I see it as Alistair Black. As long as he's able to get in the ring, I think I'm gonna be on, on his side. I'm gonna be on his like believing in him. You know, the promo work, I just it makes me cringe for sure because I just don't like the way they they do it. Um, I think Alistair actually can be great on the mic. It's just it it seems to serve really no purpose. It's not building him up. It's actually making him look goofy. Whoever's writing the material doesn't know Alistair Black. No, no, not at all. Not at all. So just they need to stop that. They need to at any I think the, the shift would really be have him cut a promo in the ring and call people out while he's in the ring. Yes. Versus calling people out from the back because it's backwards. It doesn't make any sense doing it that way. And Alistair doesn't seem like the kind of guy who would hide from anybody. It seems like a guy who would just be like, hey, I, I can believe the part where he wants a fight. But the way he's asking for a fight is like, what? you want people to come to this unknown area of the this arena you're in, this closet that you're in? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Go to the ring. And then have someone walk in and, and, and you know, challenge you like with John Cena's open challenge or you know any of the United States Championship open challenges. Like, go to the ring and then somebody have someone come out to, to challenge you that way. That would make a lot more sense. But, you know, Alistair, the wrestler, anytime he's in the ring, man, he's just so impressive that I'm just like, I, 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 that's why when he came from NXT, I felt like there was no way they could mess this up because he's just so great in the ring. Yeah, we all thought that. Yeah, but then you to to your point, I think there is a, a, a chance to, to lose that if you build him the wrong way. You know, there are some people that may not know what he's like in the ring and that all they see is, are the promos, and you're thinking this guy is is goofy? Why is he, right. you know, doing these promos from the back? It just looks stupid, you know. And then they may not give him a chance, and maybe they change the channel when they see Aleister Black, you know, and yeah. want to wait until his segment is over before they turn it back, you know, to to USA to see what else is going on on SmackDown. So I think yeah, they need to switch that up. And, you know, have him just go out to the ring, you know, cut those promos short if you're going to do them still. And, yeah, that would be that would be a better use of him. So that, that's how I see it, too. All right. So let's keep it moving with this. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Sami Zayn uh, came to the ring uh, to challenge. I, they, they don't I don't even have this guy's name, you know, who he went against. But it was a local guy. And that's what I'm seeing here. He beats a local competitor. Yeah. So that's yeah. all I have that's, that's down here. Defeated a jobber. Yeah, <laughs> that's Which, what I got in my notes. You know, it was it was it was what it was. I wasn't really a fan of this. Sami Zayn, I thought, was great on the mic during the match, like trying to hype it up, you know, and trying to hype up Shinsuke. And it 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 served its purpose to try to make Shinsuke look, you know, dominating. But I just think for Shinsuke, it's past this, and there's got to be another way to help build up Shinsuke more and help build up the relationship between Shinsuke and Sammy in a more creative way than just having him go against a jobber and Sammy yelling into the microphone the whole time. Like that to me actually seemed kind of lazy, but Sammy, I, I enjoy Sammy's performances and I enjoy watching Shinsuke. So I accepted it, but really it felt lazy uh, in the way that they went about it. So what what was your thought on that? Uh, I enjoyed the performance from Shinsuke, especially from uh, Sammy Zane, even when he came in and, he tried to, I think he was getting ready to introduce the job or he was like, what's your name? He's like, doesn't, you know what? doesn't even matter your name. You're the Miz. <laughs> <laughs> That's who you are. Right. So, right. so like, so he kind of set that kind of frame, that picture, like, all right, so this is trying to, trying to give you, you know, uh, a preview, a preview of what's going to happen at Clash of Champions. So it, it was cool for for what it was, and then you know just Sami Zayn being Sami Zayn. He's like, yeah, do the move right there in the corner. Oh man! He's like, oh here it comes, here it comes. This is one of my favorite moves. Get I'm like, oh my god! So him just being you know animated like that is still working for me. So it so for for what it was, it worked. 
Okay. I mean, and that's fair. I just, I feel like they're, they're so, you know, the jobber thing, I, I just kind of yeah, like no. don't, don't really care for that. So for Shinsuke, I feel like it would be better to have him do that to somebody who's more established. And that will really make me say, oh, yeah, like, you know, Shinsuke is, 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 is a bad, you know, what, you know what I'm saying? Like for yeah. him to do that to maybe Apollo or something, you know, like someone who. Well, yeah, that would have been is, a good dude. Yeah, Apollo. Right. Is more respected, you know, but then he can go out there and, you know, not dominate Apollo because I don't want them to do that to Apollo. But like to just convince, like cleanly defeat Apollo and call that the Miz. Like I feel like that would have been a good use of, yeah. of it. Just of, show of, that he, uh, he can dominate. Exactly, yeah, but someone at a certain yeah. level, like yep. someone who actually has experience and who can be, you know, the the fans will respect going against Shinsuke. I think that would have been a better use of that. Um, then we had an interruption. Um, well, not an interruption. After the matchup, um, we had the twenty four seven championship get get uh, mixed up into all of this. With um, at this point, what was it? Because we didn't talk about this on Raw, but Drake Maverick ended up, or no, it was the B team. I'm all confused. Who who came into the segment as champion? Was it the B team, and then Drake Maverick won it off? No, of- actually, he came in as champion, and he lost the belt, but but he 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 he, he re won it that same night. Actually, like I want to say, like ten minutes later. Okay, from uh, was- from Bo. Okay, so so Drake Maverick was champion, and then Bo. Won the championship off of Drake Maverick that night, and then Drake Maverick won it off of him again. Yep. Okay, but then at the rampway, our truth won it from Drake Maverick. Yeah, when he just you know he peered behind the King of Ring throne, <laughs> the throne. Yeah, <laughs> he had the whole whole cape on, and he just kind of just snuck over Jess Ring like he's sneaking over and just rolled him up real quick. And now he's your fourteen time twenty four seven i ninety four. Every 7-Eleven European, <laughs> European champion. champion. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude, it's oh, it's, it's great. I actually was um, Bo Bo being champion, at least the B team, kind of like holding that for a little bit. It was a little bit interesting. I'm like, okay, there could be something here because um, yeah, just just I don't know. They're they're a comedy act, and I feel like they fit in that division really well. Um, but yeah, just the whole, uh, Drake Maverick, Drake Maverick again, I think he's the unsung MVP of this, uh, this whole division. Like he's just adding a whole nother element and, you know, he's still trying to consummate the marriage with, with his wife, um, with the championship and it's just not happening. Um, so I don't know. I just really, like, really enjoy Drake's parts, but yeah, our truth is, is, is the division. Like he's the face of it. He is, man. He, he I runs that, uh. 24-7 championship division, man. That's him. He's the king of He's the throne 14 times. I don't know how many times he's going to win. I think we said something in the 20s. I 20s for sure. Yeah. I'm saying 20 plus. That That is definitely He's cracking that. He's cracking oh, yeah. that, man. Yeah. The question is when, you know, and I Ooh. think probably by, gosh, maybe Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, you know, around that time. But we're, we're kind of. We have a while till then, so you know what? It might be sooner than that. It could. The way they're like, going. It's Maybe only by the September, end of the year. man. Yeah. <laughs> At this rate, by the end of the year, before yeah. 2020, he would have 20, which would be insane. Right. Like, he could lose it again. Like, you'll never know. Just You would just get a random YouTube notification, and bam, he just lost it just like that. Exactly. Oh, man. So, you know, it's entertaining. And I, they did another good job with that, it just mm-hmm. kind of throwing that in there at the end of the Shinsuke match. So, I liked it. I enjoyed that. All right, let's get to the main event. So Daniel Bryan was expecting an apology from. All right, before Roman. we get there, okay, okay, I want I want to get your thoughts. What do you think about the tag team women division, especially Fire and Desire, Manny Rose? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's not skip over that. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah. So um, I am very happy to see Fire and Desire get this opportunity because actually, when um, the Iconics won it, I actually wanted Fire and Desire to win it. Mm. I thought that they had a great showing at that Elimination Chamber matchup. Yeah, um, they did. And they were the final two. It was them and uh, the team of Sasha and Bailey at the end. Um, and I really wanted to see... I, I wanted Sasha and Bailey to win that matchup, but I actually gained a lot of respect for Fire and Desire at that point. 
And so ever since then, I was like, man, you know, if whoever the, the first team that beats Sasha and Bailey, I think should be fire and desire because they have great chemistry. Uh, both of them are, are getting a lot better in the ring. I mean, yeah. Sonya Deville, I've said it so many times on this show. Like, I think she's the most underrated uh, female superstar on the roster, period. Like, yeah. she just does not get That's enough facts love. right there. Yeah, just just she's just awesome. Her in ring is awesome. Um, just everything about her, I just I just love what she's doing. So definitely props to her and Mandy Rose. Like she's been been really doing work too, and like improving every time I see her. Um, that running knee that she does is always Man. just on point. She does a great it job is, nailing yeah. that. That finisher um, they did, like basically. Basically, what it is, is undisputed just, eras. It, that's yeah. what it is. High low. That's what it was. That's immediately when I thought when I when, yes. I when I saw it, I was like, "Oh wow!" Just a yeah. female version of it, and it looked sick with that uh, with it that did. devastating V trigger knee. Yes, and you know, Sonya Sonya Deville just going for that leg sweep. I was like, "Oh my god, that's a great finisher for a tag team, bro." Yes. Yeah, it, it fits them really well. And so I just really enjoy enjoy their work. And, you know, um, Mandy uh, Mandy Rose kind of uh, getting in Nikki Cross's face saying, you'll never look like me. <laughs> and just like rubbing that in her face. Yeah, and yeah. then Alexa Bliss says, no one wants to look like you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I really enjoyed that in the back and forth. I think that could be a really good feud. Um, I think so, did too. They, did they officially announce that for Clash of Champions? Well, they they kind of like alluded to that basically okay. you know oh you know especially Corey Graves and in time and Byron Sachs like oh they got the win maybe they'll you know it, put them in line to you know go for the ch- championship at Clash of Champions I don't see why not because that's basically yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that that once you, I mean, that you just beat the tag team champions, you would have you to, did. you know, that's just the next too. natural step. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, even oh, even during the speaking of Corey Graves during the entrances because you know he loves Alexa Bliss. <laughs> oh, but man, then bro. when Fire and Desire comes out, he's like, man, you know the only thing better than a goddess is Manny Rose. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god, <laughs> this dude. Oh, he's he's head over heels on Mandy, bro. Yes. Head over heels on Mandy Rose, man. Like Loves he could be her. in the middle of a. What's crazy is he could be in the middle of a of a speech with, with Byron. He's like, "Shut up, Byron!" <laughs> Mandy Rose, because Mandy Rose music just kicked. He's like, "Shut up, yes. Byron!" <laughs> Let me enjoy this. Right, you know, just watching Mandy Rose. <laughs> He's oh, like, oh, 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 my God. <laughs> it's Mandy. <laughs> but that line really got me. I was like, oh, because he does. He generally, he loves Mandy Rose, but yes. he also loves Alexa Bliss. Yes. And he has the same reaction from both of them whenever either one of them shows up. So it was interesting to see, okay, which way is he going to go with this? Now, that kind of was telling to me that Alexa is another step towards Alexa being truly seen as a face now. Oh, yeah. The way that yeah. he called that. Yeah. So to pick Mandy over Alexa. Uh, yeah, it's it's yeah. it's telling now that she's even when she was saying when the you know, face her. Yeah, even when Manny Rose was just like just looking at Nikki, kind of laughed at her. He was just kind of pointing at her body, like, "Yeah, you're not like me." And then you know, yeah. Alexa Bliss, you know, just basically saying, "No one wants to look like you." That's a total <laughs> face response. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> So I like it, man. I like the the feud they're building, and I definitely, if if not official by now, I hope they make that official soon that they're doing that that tag team match for the yeah, titles. I think, they, the will. I think they will. Yeah. So kudos to to both teams in that one. That was definitely a fun matchup. Um, so yeah, let's let's get to this main event with Daniel Bryan basically demanding an apology again from Roman Reigns. Um, he professed his innocence that he had no idea what Eric Rowan uh, was was doing, what he was up to. He, and then he said he hates liars. Uh, what was interesting to me in this whole thing is that the crowd was firmly behind Daniel Bryan. Oh you yeah. Know, Chanting yes for everything Daniel was saying. Then Daniel acknowledged them, saying, "You see, I see here that some people here believe in me." And I'm like, "Whoa, what? right? This is interesting. We have enough. Is he trying to? Act? Because I was, I was torn on what they were doing here. There was one of two ways: either Daniel is in on it and he's full of it." Or they're going to go with a face turn for Daniel Bryan right now, which I was leaning more towards Daniel was full of it. And that this was just him still kind of playing the part of innocent, but really the truth was going to come out by the end of it. Yeah. That, you know, I thought so too. Work together. Yeah. I was 100% thinking that's what it was going to be. So, you know, he's calling out Roman. And then finally, you know, Roman Reigns does come out. 
And Roman Reigns is on his way out there, but then he gets uh, cut off by Eric Rowan. And, um, you know, Eric Rowan is just putting a beat down on Roman Reigns. And then Eric Rowan grabs a microphone. And I've, I don't think I've ever heard Eric Rowan say more than two sentences. Yes. You know, in any given promo that he's ever been in. But here, and, and also to full disclosure, I was thinking about Luke Harper during this segment. And I was thinking, man, you know, Luke Harper, if he was in this, like, I feel like this would have, be on another level because, you know, Luke, I just have so much respect for. And, and yes. between Luke and Rowan, like, he just seems to have that it factor for me. Whereas Rowan seems to always have just been the guy that, yeah, he's tall, he's big, yeah. but, you know, he's not really that guy. Now, this segment here kind of made me want to be an Eric Rowan fan because I thought he came off looking great on the microphone and I was not expecting this from Eric Rowan at all just the way that he spoke he was really just like articulate and just like giving Roman the business about you know why he did what he did Um, I can't even go into the details do you remember some of the quotes he was saying I just remember how I felt listening to him which is like no one's gonna well no one's gonna tell me what to do I oh, think man. for myself. Yeah. You're not going to slap me. Slap me. Slap me, D- Daniel Bryan. I want you to slap me. And I was yeah. like, wow. Yeah, when he was talking to Daniel Bryan, I felt that. Yeah. I felt that. He's like, you slapped me once, twice, three times repeatedly. And just like, you, you want to slap me? Why don't you get in this ring and slap me now? Like, come like, in here and damn. slap me now. Like, oh, boy. <laughs> Who is this? Who is this guy talking right now? Right. This is awesome. So, you know, I was loving that. And then, uh, yeah, just to Roman and Daniel both just being menacing and intimidating. Um, and then, yeah, he basically just he took Roman, threw Roman out of the ring, uh, tore up the announce table, was getting ready to throw Roman through the announce table. But Daniel Bryan comes around and he's like, what are you doing? Roman? what are you doing? We were friends. We were friends, Roman. Yes. What are you doing? Yes. And, and Roman is just looking at him like, better get out of my face before I break you in half right now. Like, just kind of staring at him. And sure enough, Daniel Bryan slaps him. And the whole crowd is like, oh, no. Like, this is over. Like, he's about to get murdered here. And, you know, Eric Rowan just kind of, like, turns his cheek and kind of slow looks at Daniel Bryan. And then Daniel Bryan slaps him again. And you're like, oh, no, Daniel, stop. Like, stop doing this. Don't do it, man. Don't do it. So then he just Holmes, Daniel Bryan's face, and just that uh, claw hey, choke iron slam, claw, that yep. iron claw choke slam through the table, just breaking Daniel in half. And Eric Rowan's like, "No one's ever gonna tell me what to do again, never again." And immediately, I thought of of again uh, Luke Harper and Bray Wyatt, and now Daniel Bryan. And he's right. In in every iteration of Eric Rowan, he's had someone telling him what to do. Yep. First, it was Bray when he was a part of the Wyatt family. Then it was Luke Harper when they were the... the Bludgeon the, Brothers. The Bludgeon Brothers. And now it was Daniel Bryan in this tag team. He's always been that guy that's been ordered around. Because Luke Harper would slap him around he to kind of like get him motivated and try to Amped get up. him to do what he wanted. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like he was just always that other guy that who was just kind of getting like like pushed around by the leader and told what yeah, to do. Man. So I felt like all that frustration had boiled up, and he just had had enough, and now he had snapped. And the commentators too were saying that like Eric Rowan has finally snapped. Like it's like a guy who had been picked on all his life and told what to do, and he just said, "You know what? Enough. F this." I'm done with everybody, with anybody (laughs) who wants to tell me what to do, and just went nuts. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, another thing he was saying, too, he was like, you know, I I was so, like, happy with myself and satisfied with myself about, you know, what I did to you and, and, like, throwing that structure on you and ramming you with the car, like, admitting everything and just reveling in the fact that he did that to Roman. And I'm like, man. This has been the fact that Rowan has had this in him all this time, and this is the first time we're seeing it. Is kind of a shame, you know. Like I feel I bad, like that we that this is the first time we're seeing it. And all this time, I really didn't have that much respect for Rowan because we really didn't ever because he was always the him. quiet, you know, just yeah. the, the the heavy lifter guy. 
Exactly. And, and, yeah. and now he has a voice after how long being in WWE? Like years. five, six years, maybe? Years, yes. And, yes. and now he finally gets a voice of yeah. and against all people, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Right, and he gets a match at Class of Champions with Roman yeah. Reigns. Oh, man. man. To me, this is going to be like a heavyweight battle to me, man. So you know how I feel about heavyweight battles. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, this is, he is going to put in work on Roman Reigns. Yeah. Because he was telling him, too, he's like, this is just a taste. Oh, yeah. At Class of Champions, you know, this is, you're going to, oh, my God, just like teasing it. Like, yeah. this is just a taste of what you're going to get at Class of Champions. And I'm like, man. And I'm picturing it, too. I'm like, ooh, this is going to be fun. So yeah. I cannot believe I am actually really excited for a Roman Reigns versus Eric Rowan <laughs> matchup. That shocks me. Yeah. So good on WWE for this one, man. They, yeah, they, they turned this around. They did. They turned this they around because what I thought was, was your, uh, you know, basically your thoughts, man. Like, all right, maybe it would just be Daniel Bryan doing one of those Vince McMahon, you know, storylines. It, it was, was me, me Austin. <laughs> Austin. It was me all along. I set it all up. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. Right, man. I'm like, okay, because we've seen this before. But no, man, it just came way out of left field. Like, you know, I just, you're going to slap me? You're going to slap me, bitch? <laughs> That's what I thought about. Slap me right, man. Yeah. That's what I thought. Like have Kevin when Kevin Hart had his, uh, you know, his, his oh, special. Oh yeah, he's yeah. like, you gonna slap me? You gonna slap me? <laughs> <laughs> so when 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 uh, Rowan was saying <laughs> Daniel Bryan, like he slapped me repeatedly. Now what you gonna do? You gonna come here? I want you to slap me, slap me one more time, slap me again. And I was like, oh man, like Daniel Bryan, don't go in there and slap don't him. He it. did. Don't it. do it. Iron claw through the table, my guy. Broke him in half. Oh man. my god. I couldn't oh, believe what I saw. I was like, yeah. man, that's what's up though. I'm I'm proud, man. He finally get that spotlight on him. Yeah. It's the and get again, just hearing him on the microphone and seeing his performance here, I'm like, man, I wish we would have been able to see this all this time, but you know what, we're seeing it now, so I am happy about it. Yeah. And I, I can't wait. I can't wait to see his matchup now at Clash of Champions. I think it's gonna be great. Yeah. I, I expect a full apology from Roman Reigns next week. <laughs> oh, hard. Because, you better, right, you speared, you speared Daniel Bryan, bro. Like, yep, you speared yep. him. He tried to tell you, too. He, yep. he tried, came out there all frantic. He was like, Roman, no, you got to believe me. You got to believe me. I had nothing to do with this. He literally had nothing to do with this. He had nothing to so do with this. So I expect real. a full, wholeheartedly yep. apology from Roman Reigns next week, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he needs to come out like first thing. All right, just stop everything. Like I know everyone wants me to talk about Eric Rowan, but but I just have to do this the right way, right? And just go in depth and just apologize to Daniel Man. Bryan, pour his heart out into that <laughs> microphone because yeah, he was wrongly accused. And yeah, oh man, it's it's gonna be fun. Yeah. It's gonna be fun seeing this matchup with you, him. And you Rowan. think? Wow. You think Daniel Bryan would would use this as? Because what it, it, this could happen one or two ways if they try to do set up a uh, you know apology segment. Like he can he can be like a class act and say like what? Well, wow, thank you, and he accept it. Or he could just be like a dick. Like no, I want you to get on your knees. <laughs> <laughs> How about you apologize for <laughs> what you put me through? <laughs> Man, gosh, I don't know. That would be hilarious. I feel like I, I want to see that. I want to uh, see Daniel Bryan just continue to just be an asshole about it and just really like put Roman Reigns through a lot to try to really get him to accept this apology. Yeah. Um, I just don't know. I, I feel like it's it, it may not even happen. Like he's getting ready to apologize, and Eric Rowan is just going to cut it off. Like he's just going to come in and just destroy both of them again. Probably. Yeah, you could be right. You could be right. You know? But we'll we'll see because that would be hilarious if he did that and just like pushed uh, Roman Reigns' buttons with this. But this storyline, <laughs> it's 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 about Rowan now. You know, it's not it about is. Daniel Bryan anymore. So I think that they. Probably will have maybe it'll will if he does apologize it'll be wholehearted and yeah. Daniel Bryan won't even necessarily be there like he'll just apologize in an interview kind of similar to what he did with Samoa Joe oh okay. well yeah yeah but yeah. I, I want him to apologize though like yeah, yeah I yeah. want Daniel Bryan to be there it has to happen it <laughs> right. has to happen I will bring it up until right. you he apologizes. speared this man yeah you yeah. speared him you didn't yeah. even let him explain you just speared him 
We will do weekly check-ins on this. If it does not happen this week, I'm yes. going to bring it up. Yes. And then yep. every week until he apologizes. We may be at WrestleMania, the next WrestleMania <laughs> coming up. If he still hasn't apologized, I'm going to have a counter for how many days it's been since Roman Reigns has owed Daniel Bryan a true apology. Mark it down. Oh, this is man, day one. Day one. And we can be like, well, this is day 75 of uh, Roman Reigns not apologizing to Daniel Bryan. We're still waiting on it. We're still waiting on that apology, Roman. We are still waiting. Oh, oh man. man. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely, yeah. That's, let's note the time. Let's clock yes. it. Day yes. one. Day September one. 6, 2019. Yes. <laughs> what? Because what's today? Today's Thursday. Yeah, no, so today's we, Friday, we, man. It's, it's past oh, midnight. Oh, well, yeah. Actually, that's true. That's yeah. true. All right. Well, we should go off of the, the Tuesday uh, show date. So, what was that? That, that was Tuesday, September 3rd. It was September. Okay. So, September 3rd. As of that day, he owed him an apology. So, yes. that's day one. Day so, one. we are on day one, two, three, four right now. Yep. Day four where Roman Reigns is still not giving Daniel Bryan his wholehearted apology. So, we're, we're keeping track, Roman. Go ahead and go ahead and get that apology in. Yeah, we're waiting. Because that man deserves one. <laughs> i tell you that. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, hey, any last thoughts on SmackDown before we call it an episode on this? Uh, it was just a fun show. I enjoyed it. I en- really enjoyed uh, Fire and Desire. Uh, you know, their finishing move ra- reminds me of Redragon, you know, high-low. So you can't go wrong with that. Uh, but overall, it was a definitely good surprise turnaround on, on uh, Rowan, too, man, Eric Rowan. So it was definitely a, a good uh, surprise right there. Just him saying, admitting what he did. And and I want an apology from uh, Roman Reigns to Daniel Ryan. And that's the end of that. <laughs> day four. We are on day four, Roman. Um, yeah, Eric Rowan is the other best kept secret, I guess, in the WWE right now. Because, yeah, he has so much hidden inside of him that we did not know so um definitely you know buddy murphy we you know that's his moniker but eric rowan kind of lived up to that this week so um definitely uh, excited to see more from him and uh yeah overall i mean the king of the ring we talked about it. it's just been kind of you know they've taken us out of it so it's not really what what uh we were hoping for but you know it is what it is and uh randy orton kofi kingston let's keep this going i'm rooting for randy orton to to win this championship to keep that storyline going selfishly greedily you know hoping that randy wins that belt and that the revival win their belts too and that we get like a group pose exactly i want randy to get all the smoke all the smoke (laughs) all the smoke absolutely Man, all right. Well, that's going to do it for this recap of SmackDown. For Devin, I'm Hafiz. We will catch you guys next time. Peace. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast.